1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: This is Adam Carriker on the
1: ticket. Position right of the quarterback, out of the shotgun, first and 20, jailbreak screen in the air, it is tipped, it is intercepted! Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, eight year NFL vet and all American defensive
0: lineman Adam Carricker. Shotgun snap to Everett. He's got the left arm going, and now he's got a whole lot of Adam Carricker who rips him down inside the 25 yard line. A 93.7 a ticket and the TicketFM.com. Here's your host, Adam Carricker. <laughs> welcome everybody to adam Carricker on the ticket a friday edition heading in to the la tech louisiana tech football game i said la tech to somebody the other day When they're like who's nebraska players like la tech they're like who who's that oh louisiana tech i'm so used to abbreviating everything when you type things out for twitter and texts and even coming up with youtube headlines is challenging for a wordy wordy individual like me you only get 100 characters that drives me nuts so now I speak in abbreviations apparently because I'm used to writing in them or texting or whatever the case may be ladies and gentlemen we have a loaded loaded Saturday of college football there are actually 10 games and of course Nebraska versus LaTeX Tech is one of the games that I absolutely want to talk about we got 10 games I want to talk about over the next 25 minutes or so, okay? Seven games, ranked versus ranked teams. Then we got a Big Ten game, okay? A couple of Big Ten foes tonight, Wisconsin and Purdue as well. Then you've got Florida State versus, let me double check this, it's still hard for me. Yep, Clemson still isn't ranked. Okay, that still hasn't changed. And then obviously Nebraska versus La Tech, we're gonna chat about, preview, talk about over the next 25 to 30 minutes. And then at 1230, I'm going to be joined by former Notre Dame captain and linebacker and football positional trainer, okay, Mr. Mike Goolsby. Now, this is a guy who lives in Nebraska, lives in Omaha. He trains high school athletes. He trains football athletes. He trains people in general. But he trains them on how to get to the next level in football. And so that's what intrigued me. He's actually trained guys like Kobe Brett, who's on the Huskers right now, Uh, and a couple other guys as well and so i want to talk to him hey if you're a high school coach if you're a high school player if you're the parent of a high school player if you're a middle school player getting ready to go to high school with dreams and ambitions and hopes of playing beyond high school how do you do that like what's the best way physically to prepare what's the best way to get ready and so i i figured uh, i thought he'd be a great great sounding board a person with great knowledge because that's kind of what he does for a living to chat about so he'll join me at 12 30 and as always all right last 10 minutes of the show the people segment now do me a favor right now before you forget 402-464-5685 if you got a question a comment a concern whatever the case may be especially questions i like questions okay 402-464-5685 text or call and we'll get to those last 10 minutes of the show during the people segment all right before we light this candle dive right in and talk a little bit a whole lot a bit a gigantic a bit of college football you're probably driven by ge landscape supply countless times likely without even knowing it 6701 Cornersker highway now it's time to stop in ge landscape supply sells to homeowners and contractors with a vast selection of landscaping and construction materials they sell in bulk to save you money buy anything from a five gallon bucket to a semi-load. And don't forget, they deliver anywhere, nearby or far away. Stop by at 6701 Corner Square Highway from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mondays to Friday and 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturdays. Go to ge gelandscapesupply.com for more info or call 402- 467-1627. All right. Let's start talking about some of these college football games. And yes, we will obviously talk about Nebraska's game. I want to start right off the top. With the game that's going on tonight, a Big Ten matchup, a Big Ten West matchup, at least for one more year until we get rid of those divisions. Okay, we got Wisconsin and Purdue. All right, Wisconsin's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. So they, they want to spread it out. They want, they're want they bringing in a new offense. Obviously got the new head coach, Luke Fickle. They want to throw the ball a little bit more. All right. They, they, they are who they are, and it's going to be a bit of a transitional period. Their first game of the year, they rushed for over 300 yards, and they haven't exactly been lighting up the scoreboard when it comes to throwing the ball on a bunch of points, but they can still run the ball. And honestly, they're not using their running backs enough, in my opinion. Okay, but this is still going to be a Wisconsin team. That's a pretty good team. I know they went up to WSU, Washington State, Cougars, Martin Stadium. The first time Washington State had hosted a Power 5 opponent on their home field in the non-conference since 1998, 25 year, and the Cougars came out. With the victory, all right, on that particular day, the mighty pac Two overcame the mighty Big Ten on that particular day. But Wisconsin still got a pretty good football team. They can still ground and pound. They're still disciplined, playing solid defense. Purdue, they're going to have a rough year one. They're already having a rough year one. They bring bring in a defensive minded head coach, and the first thing that happens is Fresno State lights them up, uh, beats them the first game of the year, throws the ball all over the yor- yard for over four hundred pass yards. So Wisconsin, five and a half point favorite, I think they win by at least that much this evening. All right, the next game on my list is Florida State. Number four, Florida State. And for those, all right, who listen to me or don't, whatever the case may be, yes, 95% of the time I talk Nebraska football. But for those who do listen to me, you're aware that I just love college football in general. I just love football in general. It's one of the reasons I've agreed to do the Big Ten show this year, which has been airing here on 93.7 The Ticket every Thursday. Okay. I love college football in general. So I this is like an unprecedented weekend of college football with great games, great matchups. It'd be it'd be a terrible miss if we didn't talk about some of these games. You got number 4 Florida State going to Clemson. Now, when I saw the spread for this, I was surprised. They're only favored by 2. This is a Florida State team that beat LSU by three or four touchdowns. Okay. This is a clemson team that lost to duke not in basketball in football 28 to 7 and yet they're only a two point favorite so i was immediately like what in the blue hell is going on with this point spread something doesn't make any sense so first all right clemson has actually beaten florida state seven straight times all right okay i can i don't know i I guess i know what that has to do with this year because you know maybe that's in the back of the minds of some of these players on both sides all right all right it's in it's, in, it's at Clemson. They have a great home field advantage. The place is going to be going crazy. Okay, I get that. All right, Clemson, I guarantee, is going to be motivated. They're embarrassed by that loss to Duke. They've looked great against nobodies, no disrespect. I guess it's not very respectful, but with all due respect, now I can say what I really feel. I guess that's how the English language works. To nobodies, they've looked great since. Okay, and you look at Florida State. This is a team that went up to Boston College, pulled away a little bit late, but didn't look great for a while and, frankly, got outplayed in the first half and Boston College just shot themselves in both feet plus both hips and both quads with how many penalties they had. Okay, and then the game ended up actually being a lot closer than it really should have been because Florida State was pulling away and then Boston College made it interesting. This is a Boston College team that lost to Northern Illinois who we just trounced last weekend, especially in the second half. It's college football. You never know who's going to show up. All right, I I, I don't get the two-point spread. I've tried to justify it and make make it make sense. Uh, Florida State, and I do think this is an exciting game for a while because the crowd will be hype. Clemson will be motivated. You would sure think Florida State would be motivated after the way things were way more interesting last weekend than they should have been against Boston College at times and then also losing seven in a row. Now, I got Florida State, and I don't have it single digits. Next up. Okay, we got, and this is the last matchup of non-ranked teams. But I thought this was interesting because it's two Big 12 foes for a season. You got the new Big 12 team in Cincinnati versus the old Big 12 team that's getting out of Dodge in Oklahoma. And I just thought it was kind of an intriguing matchup for that reason alone. And also, the last time these two teams played, okay, was in 2010, in and Oklahoma, Oklahoma only won by two points. So it was 31-29. So this could be an intriguing game. A Cincinnati team, all right, that had a disappointing loss to Miami of Ohio. Last Saturday, they were double-digit favorites and went out and lost. So I got to assume they're going to be playing like their hair is on fire. I'm curious how interested Oklahoma is to even be in this game. Okay, if they, if they thought the Big 12 was their little brother, then what does that make? What does that make Cincinnati in their eyes? So, Oklahoma, number 16 in the country. They're a 14 and a half point favorite. I am going to go with Oklahoma. All right, to win this game. But I do think, I mean, the over under 61 points. I do think this is going to be kind of an entertaining type game. Maybe a few more points scored than Oklahoma would like. But I'm going to go with Oklahoma. All right, now we got the ranked games. We got seven straight ranked games. We got Colorado, number 19. The most popular team in America. America's team and all that crap. All right. You know, we can poke people in the eye, but we're not dirty. But, you know, another guy makes a hit like he does, and, you know, earth has to explode. All right. Number 19, Colorado at number 10, Oregon. This is really Coach Prime. His first big test, I know TCU, okay? And and obviously, we were hoping we would have a chance to win when we went into Boulder versus Nebraska. And I know CSU went into overtime. But when you're talking about, like, a legit test, this is Colorado's first legit test. Now, you want to talk about points being scored. The over-under on this is 70 and a half, and I'm taking the over, uh, regardless of who wins. And Oregon is favored by 21 points. Now, here's the deal. I mean, sure, Colorado has a chance, and they've got one of the best quarterbacks in the country, a, a, a high, true Heisman contender, a two-top-ten possible NFL draft pick. Okay, coming up in the NFL draft, and I know Dion said something earlier this week about how Schitter's probably going to stay in college. Well, yeah, he's probably going to get like 5 mil for NIL. So that, that makes that decision a lot easier if he can play for his dad for one more year, the only football coach he's ever played for in his entire life. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I am intrigued what happens when he goes to the NFL and he does have to play for somebody else, but that's a story for another day. Colorado, and I don't even know if they have the edge of quarterback because Oregon still has Bo Nix on his 29th year of eligibility. I mean, this is a dude who started as a freshman twenty nine years ago, give or take, you know, twenty five years one way or the other at Auburn, and then the moment he stepped on the field in Eugene at Otson Stadium, okay, which is a gorgeous place, I might add. All right, he was a starter there. This is a dude who has started since day one in the SEC. Now to the Pac twelve, started for years. So I, I, I think Shadur might have the edge over Bo, but it's not gargantuan. Okay, it's marginal probably at this point. All right, you look at what Oregon's advantages are. They have the advantage in the trenches. They have the advantage on defense. They have the advantage in the running game. They pretty much have the advantage in every way, shape, or form, except possibly quarterback in offensive skill positions, which is what Oregon's known for. That's just the only area where I feel like Colorado, skill-wise, you know, might have a little bit of an edge. But here's why. Oregon's favored by 21 points, and that's why Oregon's favored by 21 points, but here's why Colorado could make it interesting, and I'm picking Oregon, and I'll take the 21. They have this belief that is just crazy. The way they walk around, their body language, the way, I mean, you want to call them the new Miami of the late 80s, early 90s without any championships at this point anyways, but just the way they conduct themselves. There is a swagger and a belief and they have bought it. And anytime you have that, you have a puncher's chance, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, if you're watching on YouTube, okay. Yes. My fingernails are painted because my twin daughters said, Hey daddy, can you come tell us your, what or, well, they were looking at their earrings? Hey, can you come tell us what your favorite earrings are? And then before I knew it, They were, they like had the uh, fingernail polish out and they had done my one pinky. And they were like, Can we do all your fingernails? And I was like, Well, sure. I'm sitting here looking at eight year olds' earrings. Why not just throw some fingernail polish on all my fingernails? So that is what it is. You know, I was coaching my son's eighth grade football team last night. They sure thought it was entertaining, Uh, but I digress. Oregon should win. Oregon should win in a shootout. This should be an amazing, entertaining game to watch. I do think Colorado keeps it interesting because of their insane confidence and swagger that they have. You look at Ole Miss, number 15 in the country. So I haven't been saying some of these rankings. All right. Florida State was number four. Oklahoma, number 16. Colorado, number 19. Oregon's top 10, number 10 in the country. UCLA, number 22 versus number 11, Utah. Utah is a four and a half point favorite. Okay. I'm going to start to speed things up a little bit. Utah basically dismantled. Florida in the first game of the season. Then they beat another power five team in Baylor 20 to 13. You've got UCLA who's looked really good, but hasn't played anybody. I'm going to go with Utah. Uh, they've been consistent over time. They play physical smash mouth football, and they've got some more athletes this year than they've had in recent years. Number 15, you got uh, Ole Miss number 15 versus number 13, Alabama. Now Nick Saban still looking for his quarterback. And up until now, ladies and gentlemen, I have taken the favorite in each and every game. This is my first upset. All right. Prediction that I've got. Alabama's favored by six and a half. I got Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I mean, they played a ranked team two lane. They beat them 37 to 20. I mean, Alabama struggled. I mean, Texas was clearly the better team that night, but Alabama struggled last week versus USF and Alabama's at home and very, very well might may win this game because they have better all around talent and athletes. But the quarterback position is, is a confundant for them right now. And I just made up a word trying to describe what their quarterback position is. So that tells you what their quarterback position and decision and what they're trying to figure out at that position is for them right now. All right, next up, you got Oregon State, number 14 versus number 21, Washington State, the mighty Pac-2. These are the two teams left in the mighty Pac-2. This is for the Pac-2 championship. And it's actually between two really good football teams. All right, Oregon State last year went 10-3. and And you want to talk about dominating Florida, they beat them 30-3 to in the bowl game. You got a Washington State team. Who beat CSU Colorado State? Who doesn't look half bad now after that Colorado game? Beat them fifty to twenty four, and then went into—I'm uh, sorry—then hosted Wisconsin. The game I mentioned earlier. Beat the Badgers thirty-one to twenty twenty-two. This is probably the toughest game of all these for me to do my prediction. Uh, I say as I'm probably not even going to go fifty percent on getting these right, but I'm going to take Oregon State's. Okay, next up. These are probably the three most intriguing games for people listening to this show. Number six, Ohio State. Number nine, Notre Dame. Top ten matchup. Two of the ten most wreckable, probably two of the top five most wreckable, recognizable college football brands of all time. All right, this is where game day is going to be. Ohio State has the more talented roster, more athletic, okay? But Notre Dame is more physical. They are more blue-collar. They're going to run the ball better. They're going to play... They're going to be better at football. Now, Ohio State's playing really good defense this year. I'll give them that credit so far against the teams they have played, which aren't phenomenal competition. You look at Notre Dame, I mean, at least they were tested on the road at NC State, looked pretty good. I think the difference really comes down to the quarterback position. A Wake Forest transfer, Sam Hartman, gives Notre Dame, along with just being more physical, okay, and just better at football right now, in my opinion, the advantage over Kyle McCord, who's only been Ohio State's, you know, proclaimed starter for one whole week now. This will be his second start as as the as the proclaimed starter at quarterback for the Buckeyes. So I'm going to go with Notre Dame and the upset there. There's another upset prediction I've got. All right. The incredibly explosive, dominating, highly entertaining Iowa offense. All right. They're a punt waiting to happen at any point in time in any game. Watch out now. All right, I joke, but they're aver- actually averaging twenty-eight point three 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 points per game so far. And in their last game, I mean, they were, I forget who they even played, but they were they were clearly going to win. The, they didn't need to do anything. They could have just taken a knee, but oh, no, they were going to get those extra points. Baby Ferrand's got to keep that job. All right, number seven, Penn State versus number 24, Ohio, uh, Iowa. Sorry. Uh, Penn State's a 14.5-point favorite. My prediction, you got Cade McNamara versus Drew Aller at the quarterback position. You've got maybe the most explosive team in the Big Ten versus the antithesis, one of the least explosive teams in the Big Ten in Iowa. They both play good defense. Probably might even give the edge to defense to Iowa, possibly. Um, But I have Penn State 28, Iowa 14. And if this score prediction is correct, I was just curious. If this is the final score 28 to 14. Iowa would then, after four games, be averaging 24.75 points per game. I don't know when we're determining if Baby Ferentz keeps his job for that 25 points per game contract that he signed before the season. Do we round or do we not? I don't know. It seems kind of important. All right, we got a commercial break coming up. Here's what we're gonna do. Because obviously, I gotta talk Nebraska football. All right. Uh, we are going to be joined by my guest at 12:30. Okay, again, that's Mike Goolsby, former Notre Dame captain, linebacker, and football positional trainer now. And then the last 10 minutes, send me your questions, comments, concerns during the people segment. Okay, I will answer those, but we will also get to previewing, prediction, pre- previewing and predicting Nebraska versus Louisiana Tech this Saturday. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: Sick of being upsold at gyms?